Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. then it is a two for Tuesday edition of titillating sports double shots of Van Halen and eh, you know the rest 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and get heard 1-800-878-7529 we're here for you we're going to talk some sports and the great thing about me is I'm so handsome no is that I'll talk about any sport you would like Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, all that good stuff. And all under one roof at sportsbyline.com as well. If you want to go to the website, click listen live. You can hear us uh, over there. If you'd like to uh, get in and get heard, though, as I said, you just call up the toll-free line at 1-800-878-PLAY. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com. It is Tuesday. We're going to have uh, an extended sailing segment from 925 to the end of the hour. Open lines on the other side of this break. We need to talk about MLB. Did we get an agreement? <clears throat> Did we, Bueller? The deadline has been expend- extended to today, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about that. Also, 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 also Barcelona. Uh, about an hour and a half, we'll have author Brendan Slocum. He has a new thriller, a novel, The Violin Conspiracy. And uh, this has already won tons of awards, and uh, it's going to be a huge deal. Already is. Bruce Marshall's going to slip and slide in there somewhere, plus Caitlin Clark. Is Caitlin Clark coming up next? Caitlin Clark is coming up next. I'm sorry, I thought she was at 10-10. Caitlin Clark is coming up next. Um, and uh, she is the best basketball player in the United States for the girls. And I bet you she'd be in the top ten with them, and she's fantastic. So we'll talk to Caitlin Clark, and uh, then we'll uh, get to sailing. What are we going to do? How are we going to fit it all in? We'll try and find a way. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Bye. 
Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. No visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right prescription. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable, and they're made in the USA. They prepare and ship directly, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Plus, there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code SPORTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code SPORTS to receive your first month free. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome one of the best basketball players in the country right now, Caitlin Clark of the University of Iowa Hawkeyes program. She is on fire right now, and um, not literally. She's playing really well, but she's here to talk about how she has a collaboration with H&R Block 
And uh, Caitlin, welcome to the show. First of all, congratulations on your success thus far. But this is something that college uh, athletes didn't have to deal with until the uh, very um, you know, recent times is that now with NIL, you, you need this type of protection, don't you? Yeah, no, thank you for having me on first and foremost. It's great talking with you, but yeah, uh, a new campaign with H&R Block, and I'm so thankful they asked me to, to be a pioneer and, and really help them with this campaign of creating a fair shot for female college athletes across the board, committing, you know, $1 million to give back to, to female athletes and um, you know, there are a lot of inequities in, in college athletics between men and women. So um, something I'm very passionate about, something they're very passionate about, but also helping um, explain to college athletes tax guidelines because, you know, NIL is brand new. Um, it's not something we've had to deal with. Obviously, this is the first year. So, you know, I think that's a huge part of it as well and setting us up to be financially successful um, down the road. You know, as you're coming out of Des Moines and, you know, you say, well, if I stay home at Iowa, all my friends and family can come to the games. But, you know, you're McDonald's All-American. So you got Stanford, you got UConn, you got Tennessee. What was it like, the pull of some of these, like, you know, more established women's basketball uh, programs? Yeah, yeah, those were always there for sure, whether no matter who it was, really, if it was those schools you talked about or even some smaller schools, um, a lot of people were knocking on my door, but I think overall I just knew I was a homebody and I wanted to stay close to home, close to my family. And I think the support for women's college basketball in this state is tremendous. And, you know, that was a huge reason I stayed here is because people come to our games, people get excited about the sport here in the state. And, um, you know, that's just another reason um, why I love the game is playing in front of a big crowd. You know, point guards traditionally uh, would, you know, obviously bring the ball up the court, distribute, but now in the, the era of Steph Curry, point guards can score 30 points a game, which is basically what, what you do. So uh, how much did that, that revolution, that kind of Steph Curry kind of change the position, how did that affect you? Yeah, and like you said, Steph Curry really has changed the game. He's changed the position, changed the game overall. Um, you know, and he's somebody I've watched um, over the course of the past few years, and I really love his game. And, you know, people try to compare us to, but no, he's tremendous. And, you know, he, he gets people excited about the game and um, somebody I love to watch and it's really changed the game overall. And, you know, I think it's the same thing that some, some female athletes can do as well. It's just people need to tune in and watch that, and it can be exciting. You know, and I think about probably a lot of your classmates from Des Moines didn't get to go to Hungary or Thailand or Argentina, represent the United States, come back with gold, gold, gold. What is that like to be such a worldly person at such a young age? Yeah, I think obviously getting to represent your country at any stage is, is pretty tremendous. And getting where getting to wear USA across your chest is an experience like no other. And then obviously traveling the world and seeing different cultures, getting to experience different cultures, I think, you know, it's, there are places I, I'm not sure I would have ever gone in my life if it wasn't for USA basketball. And then obviously winning three gold medals, there's just not much like it. And I would think, too, the way the women's game has grown in the last 20 or 30 years. I mean, when I was in college, if you were six feet tall, you'd probably be the center. And now, the, I mean, six foot, you, don't, you probably don't even feel that tall out there. No, yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm almost six feet tall, but I'm a point guard. But, <laughs> no, like you said, I think the game has, has really changed. And um, obviously... We want to continue to change it more, and that's what me and H&R Block are just really trying to do together. It's um, creating that ripple effect across uh, female college athletics and giving back that $1 million um, to female student-athletes and, um, you know, helping us with NIL as this is new, and I think that's so important, um, and it'll really just help our game grow more and more. 
And that's something to keep in mind. As usual, you know, the women are not getting the equal share of this. And so some of these young athletes are getting huge NIL compensation, uh, leaving the women behind. But for every, you know, number 22 jersey that says Clark that gets sold on it, now do you get a piece of that, right? Yeah, that's that's the whole goal of it all. And, you know, like you said, um, there is some inequities, and that's why H&R Block is committing to female athletics because they, they've – seen that and you know they're a huge company with a huge name and um you know i'm just super thankful to be teaming up with them and and wanting to come just really level the playing field all together so i'm thankful to be a part of their team and and really help move this thing forward yeah and i was thinking most 20 year olds aren't you know doing a lot of their own tax prep and and filing and uh, they h&r block <laughs> wants to make sure you, you get every dollar you deserve right Absolutely. You know, um, I think that's one of the biggest parts as well. Obviously, this isn't something many college athletes have had to deal with too many times in their life before this. So, um, you know, H&R Block is really committing to that and helping us and guiding us through those tax preparations. And, you know, it is super important. This is taxable money. Um, And, you know, NIL has only been around for less than a year now. So um, they're really committing to helping us and and setting up our, our financial futures. And then, of course, the defensive part of your game, because I had a guy tell me one time, if I score 30, but the guy I'm guarding scores 30, I sort of feel like I didn't do my job. So if you score 38 and the other point guard scores 38, you're not having that, are you? No, I can't be having that. <laughs> so what is there a weakness in your game? Because nobody's perfect. So what do you got to work on a little bit more? Yeah, I think obviously like turning the ball over, I think is a big one to continue to improve. I think defensively improving that and, you know, no matter what's good, I think there's always going to be things that you can point out and improve on. And that's just how anybody is, no matter what I'm I'm sure Steph Curry, LeBron James have things that they want to get better at too. And, you know, I think any driven athlete is going to have, have things they want to pick out and work on and improve every single day. So when you walk down the streets of Iowa city, are you mobbed? Uh, people usually recognize who I am, but for the most part, it's not too horrible. Maybe when we're at Carver at a game, it gets a little crazy, but honestly, it's a lot of young girls that are just super excited. So, you know, I try to make time for all of them that I can because I feel like I was just that little girl and, you know, inspiring the next generation is so important. Getting them excited about the game and wanting to play basketball is something I, I am very passionate about. That's so awesome. They have someone to look up to. And I know you, who was yours? Was it Maya Moore? Mm-hmm, yeah, she was definitely my favorite player growing up. That's cool. Last question for you. Um, I just assume WNBA playing in the Olympics, your aspirations, what what else to, to which you aspire right now? Yeah, I think certainly those two for sure. And, you know, obviously I'm only a sophomore, so I have a little more time in college still. Um, so just enjoying every single moment and, and really soaking it all in because I think it goes so fast. So, But, yeah, those are definitely my dreams and aspirations after leaving here. There she is, Caitlin Clark, number 22 of your Iowa Hawkeyes. And uh, remember uh, to check out her the partnership with H&R Block, as she mentioned, committing $1 million through sponsorships and support, giving women college athletes a fair shot of earning income from NIL, name, image, likeness. Caitlin, thanks for coming on, and uh, best of luck. Continue to keep balling like you are. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle, and we'll take a quick break, and come on back on Sports Byline USA.
Let's say your business does $10,000 to $15,000 or more monthly revenue. There are times when you need more cash flow to run your business, right? Well, if you're a business owner in this situation, you need to call the Merchant Funding Line. We don't play by bank rules. We're a direct lender with the power to approve deals. We look at your business and we decide how much money to lend you. Good credit or bad credit, even if your business was affected by the recent pandemic. If your business is solid, we can lend you up to $500,000 in one day. That's a half a million dollars in one day. Use the money for anything you think is right to run your business. If you need money, call now to learn how easy it is to get up to $500,000 in as little as one day. 800-905-7186-800-905-7186-800-905-7186. That's 800-905-7186. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759-Again, that's 800-449-1759. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409 That's 800-709-4409 Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It is Tuesday in the first hour, and um, we always check in, and uh, co-hosting the segment with me is Karen Lyle from SailsportTalk.com, and we've got a couple segments because we're going to be bringing in some young sailors on the phone from Australia, and we're going to start with Jack Ferguson when we get him, and we're working on getting him right now. Next segment will be a young sailor by the name of uh, Brooke Wilson. Karen Lyle in studio, great to see you again. Tell us a little bit more about who these young sailors are. Well, as you remember, Inspire 
um, SailGP is a race, um, um, a, a program that's put together by SailGP, the Grand Prix, for bringing new sailors sailors into the the professional sailing circuit. And so they're starting out with sailors who are under 21, and they've been having races. And these two won the championship in Australia to be coming to San Francisco. So they'll be coming here, and they're very excited. They're sailing on very, um, they're sailing on a WASP. I think that's how you pronounce it, as um, W-A-S-Z-P, a small foiling boat, and it's a single-handing. So it's uh, really exciting. They're adding that race to the races with the big boats and the F-50s when San Francisco um, race happens in just about, I guess, four weeks. Now help me with this. I thought we had Sail GP in San Francisco a couple of years ago. We did. It's the same exact race. Well, right. Well, no. It's it is a, a race for for junior sailors, basically. So it's the junior Sail GP. We, uh, yeah, they're calling it. They're calling it um, the the Wasp races. What's the Mubadala? Is that a sponsor? Um, very possible. That's a good question we can ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. What what is it about this race that uh, and because of the you call it the WASP but W S Z P what is it about these these boats that's different? Well, these are foiling boats, so they lift up out of the water. And as you remember, um, the sail GP races when you saw those fast races, fast boats um, when you were coming over the bridge mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago, um, that they they lift up out of the water, and so they. They have now broken the 50 knot speed wow. limitation. Uh, in in um, you know they have like something called cavitation where where the water boils around the the bottom of the the foil and it kind of keeps it back. But they've broken mm. that speed barrier. These boats go maybe about 25 knots somewhere somewhere close to there. And frankly, that's very very fast to be on a boat. Um, you know sailing out there in the bay it's it's a very challenging challenging kind of racing and they're doing it single-handed so you see them hanging out over the edge which is you know basically um, you know using their weight to balance them and it's a very competitive race have you ever done that I have not done that one, no. But I have definitely seen many. I've been I've been rescued by someone who was on a um, a foiling boat when I was very very first starting to sail, and I was learning how to capsize and right the boats, which you have to do with those small boats because they will capsize. So you know, you know, you have to be able to to get them back up and get going. So mm-hmm. um, I was in a, a larger, well, fourteen foot dinghy, and I had no sailing experience yet, and my teacher didn't know how to write the new boat and one of these these racers came along and he just popped up on there and walked up on the boat and set it to rights and it was very impressive very good so how do you i mean if you think about a mast completely submerged all the weight on the you know underwater how do you flip it back over well usually it doesn't submerge <clears throat> usually it's just floating on the top because it's a, so you it's know, sideways large, so, yeah it's sideways so what happens is the boat is just on its side Okay. Um, but when we had the America's Cup um, in New Zealand this last time, and the the American team, uh, the the American yeah, Magic we team, we stunk. Yeah. Well, the American <laughs> Magic team, it felt flipped over on its side, and the hole came, you know, came into the hole, and the boat was actually in in threat of capsizing. And then all the teams came and rescued the boat and helped help get it from. Yeah, it's a it's a very expensive boat to have it go down. Mm-hmm. 
So um, how did you get uh, connected with these Australians? Well, it looks like it's going to be Sailor. How, how did you get connected with them? <laughs> well, I mean, basically, you remember that we started our show on April 4th of uh, 2019. And it was actually um, the first guests that we had on our show were Rome Kirby and Mac Ignacy and um, and then Tom Slingsby. And they were all from the CLGP race. And uh, every time that I've had Christopher Kane on the show during the pandemic... Whatever had, happened to that guy? Oh, he's going to come back. He's, okay. he's, he's around. He's around for the CLGP and the America's Cup okay. races for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, continue. Anyway, so um, so the CLGP race was, was started with, uh, I believe it was six teams and their nation teams. And it's now grown to nine. The pandemic kind of delayed things, but they just moved it to Bermuda and other places where they could hold the races. And so they have been having the races. And this is the culmination for the sale GP of, of all the races they've had this last year. And so we have um, all those fast F50s coming here to the San Francisco Bay Area on the 26th and 27th. And that's going to be the championship. I don't remember exactly. Some, some Somewhere around a million-dollar prize for the winner or something like that. And this like is that. 18 and under? Uh, no, no. There's two. Remember, sale GP is the one for the professionals. It's the big boats. It's where you have the teams with several members. And then the Inspire Sailing has these small boats, and this is the entry place to help bring more diversity into the sport. Diversity meaning young people. Well, not just young people, but women and, you know, and just people from all around the world. But they're both called Sail GP. That's where I got confused. Well, Sail GP, I think, is, uh, I'm not really sure what the structure is. I know that there's a Sail GP company uh, that was set up by Larry Ellison, but now each of the teams has been purchased by different owners. All right, let's go ahead. Um, we're still waiting on uh, Jack Ferguson. Let's, so let's bring in uh, Brooke Wilson uh, calling in from uh, Australia, who has been selected to compete in the uh, WASP uh, Grand Final after winning the Inspire Racing X racing competition that took place at the Australia uh, Grand Prix. Brooke, welcome to the show. Have you uh, been to uh, the United States or San Francisco before? Hi guys. Um, no, I haven't been to the U.S. just yet, so I'm really excited. Everything's okay. There's none of that COVID stuff going on, or, or quarantining, or all of that. <laughs> no, um, I'm fingers crossed. I think I'll just like stay indoors for the week before I leave and have have a test my 72 hours before and come over there. <laughs> Well, Brooke, I'm really excited to be talking to you. Uh, it's, what, 4 or 5 in the morning over there in Australia, and you got up for us. Thank you so much. That's okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about this boat. Do we call it a wasp? Is that the is that the right pronunciation for that? Yep. So it's called a wasp, and it's basically like a bit of a more basic version of a boat called a moth. I was so, thinking so. Yeah. It's quite... It's quite a simple design. It doesn't have side stays either, and it's got foils. So they obviously propel you and lift you up out of the water. And the less wetted area in the water makes you go a lot faster. And I don't know too much about foiling myself because I'm actually a laser radial sailor, but that's that's what I've learned so far. Well, one thing we know about the Aussies is I think you're like 1% of the population of the world, but you win like 20% of the Olympic medals you're a very sporty lot down there that being said how is it as a female participating did you get any pushback or have we have we gone past all the chauvinism that sort of was built in for all those years 
Um, look, I think it's so great that right now it's 50-50 ratio equality with the Inspire program. I think that's a great program into leading women into the high-performance nature of the sport and more foiling opportunities. Right now, I spoke to our um, – we've got Nina Curtis and she's the chosen kind of women woman on the Australian Sail GP team and we got to speak to her during the Sydney event and that was really inspirational, seeing how she puts up with all the guys on board. And so that's, I think that's a big motivation for me to one day get on one of those big, big – F-50s. Ah, they're an amazing boat. Tell me a little bit about what this uh, this race and this program is doing for you. Are you receiving training, actually, in how to use the boats, or are you just expected to know? Do you have a coach? Yep. So the first time I actually went sailing on the Wasp was in the Sydney event, so that was last December. So before that, I had no foiling experience whatsoever. I normally sail quite slow, small dinghies called laser radial. So it was a big change for me. We obviously got a few days of training in before the racing and we had some great coaches there. Um, And after that, I haven't been on the Wasp, you know, since December. So I'm kind of trying to hunt down the Wasp right now to kind of get some training days in before I leave for San Fran. And then once we get over there, I think there's three days of training before the racing starts. And then obviously there's also some on onshore activities so we get to spend a day with the Australian Sail GP team obviously go to their briefing and launch their boat and all that so that's going to be really exciting um, and obviously quite a few meet and greets which are really cool. Last question for you we have Jack so we'll bring him in in the next segment and you can go back to Bedbrook. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we didn't make you too jet lagged but um, what what are you most looking forward to um, just, you know, as you, traveling as you were as a de facto ambassador for your country? What are you looking forward to to flying the Australian flag over here? Um, that's a hard question. I think I'll just be really excited, quite proud. Obviously, I want to try my best, learn a lot, represent Australia and see what happens. Great stuff from Brooke Wilson, who will be racing in the Inspire Racing Program of Sail GP coming up here March 26th, 27th in San Francisco. Safe travels, Brooke. We look forward to greeting you here in America. Yes, I look forward to meeting you in person. Bye. All right. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Uh, And I can tell you, Karen, the times that I've had to uh, get up and do anything at 4.30 in the morning, you're basically jet lagged for the next day. I know. So that was nice of her. Well, that of course, that's for those who don't wake up at 4 o'clock already. <laughs> <laughs> I um, will have to send her a, uh, a case of, um, what's that stuff they use? Not the Marmalite. What's that horrible spread they put on their stuff? Vegemite. Thank you, Dominic. Oh, Vegemite. Yeah, Marmalite's in England. She probably, Vegemite's there. She probably wants something from San Francisco, maybe some oh, Jira Deli chocolate. You know, I've noticed yeah. when I go different places in the world and I try and show mm-hmm. solidarity by doing what they're doing, they go, no, no, we want the American stuff. You want stuff, the Ghirardelli? Right? Yeah, yeah, we give want. Give me some crab and some sourdough bread. All right, when we come back, we will speak to another young Aussie sailor, Jack Ferguson. Rick Tittle, Karen Lyle, come on back.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. We are listening to a conversation between Captain Johann Steinke and his shipmate. Today I have uh, one of my dearest old shipmates with me, Josh Scornavacci. He is incredibly talented in every way. What was your first sail like on Bounty, your first night out? The first day sailing on Bounty was actually the best day, or one, one of the best days I've ever had out on the water. Mm. It was my first day sailing in the ocean. And we had just gotten done a big maintenance period in Puerto Rico for a whole month. So I'd been on the boat for a month, but we hadn't sailed at all. I believe it was about a 14-day transit, 12 or 14 days long, long transit for my first transit at sea. And um, we left uh, Puerto Rico and the water was beautiful, very clear. You could see pretty far, um, very blue. Immediately they were flying fish everywhere and it was the first time I ever saw them. So that was exciting for me. And they weren't the small ones you see in California. They were like the ones that are about three feet long. So big flying fish. They can skip across a football field in like three jumps. It was really cool to see as, as somebody who went to school for biology and to study animals. That's That was exciting. Yeah, it's really hard for people to visualize what they actually look like in real life. Like I remember, I was so impressed. Like yeah. it's it's magical. You, you just That's why I put them in my second kid's book because I'm like... They're, yeah, they're amazing. They're yeah, crazy. You just, you, you just look at it and you're like, this can't be real. It's it's a cool thing to talk about. They go so far, it just doesn't look physically possible. Yeah. The swish of their tail and their 100 feet uh, yeah. jump, which is amazing. But they were jumping like that because they were being chased by a megapod of common dolphins, which are also really beautiful. So most people know what bottlenose dolphins look like, but common dolphins are smaller and very colorful. They've got yellow and gray and black and all sorts of beautiful patterns. We actually saw a little bit uh, on the way in. Yeah, I know. I was concentrating <laughs> on the channel. So, yeah. uh, for those of you who know, we we uh, yeah, Josh and I just came in on the AJ Mirwald, which is a schooner. So we were talking about the different rigging, the bounty being a square rigger. Yeah, the square riggers look bigger, even if they're dimensionally not. Uh, but yeah, so we were we were going down the channel, AJ Mirwald. It's a channel I've never been in. Lots of current. Uh, yeah, I was not concentrating on the, on the freaking dolphins. They were dolphins. <laughs> Lovely guys. <laughs> but then, yeah, we uh, climbed a loft. That was my first time going a loft underway. So I climbed a loft and set the topsail. We went out on the head rigs, set the fore topmast staysail, and we sailed off. And we with the dolphins following and the, and the flying fish. Johann Steinke is the author of the illustrated children's book, The Greatest Captain in the World. For more information, please visit salesporttalk.com. Sports Byline in your presence and your future for the next segment with Karen Lyle. I'm Rick Tittle. We're talking about uh, sailing with salesporttalk.com. Most specifically, we are speaking to the sailors from down under in New Zealand, and that's because right out here in San Francisco on March 26th, 27th, we will have the Mubadala United States Sail Grand Prix and the Inspire Racing Program for younger sailors. We were just speaking with Brooke Wilson, a young lady from uh, Australia, and now we will go talk to a a young guy. It is Jack Ferguson, who also uh, will be coming out, and he will be competing in the 
grand final as well. Jack, welcome to the program. I know it's the middle of the night over there, so we appreciate it. First of all, do you know Brooke? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. Um, I've known Brooke for a long time. We've been racing since we were kids in the Optimus class, so yeah, yeah, know her well. So you be traveling together or you just meet up here? Um, yeah, flying together. We're actually arriving a day or two early, so we're going to have to figure out some accommodation and something to do early with ourselves, but uh, yeah. So Jeff, you just had an exciting race there. in uh, Jack, you had an exciting race there in um, Australia. Tell us about one of the those moments in the race where you really um you really felt like you were in the zone and and just you know pulling ahead and making it work yeah so for us day two was a a super windy day it was about 20 25 knots on sydney harbour huge waves and um that day i sort of that was when it all came together for me um those conditions favor me and it was just really fun for me battling around that course in the in the big waves big winds and yeah i think that was that was the moment where i was like i I can't wait to go to well i didn't know about san fran at the time but i was like whatever opportunity this is going to bring i'm I'm really keen it was a lot of fun jack how much of sailing do you think is an innate athletic ability or just a cognitive ability to read the waves and how much of it do you think could it just be taught? I mean, how much of it do you think is in your blood and how much of it do you have to, like, work at it? Um, I think when you're starting out, there's definitely something to be said for natural talent. But personally, I think just time on the water and hours is where, where it all comes from. Yeah. How did the uh, experience you had sailing on other boats translate into the Wasp when you started to sail that one? Yes. Yeah, so believe it or not, um, we actually, my family, we took ownership of boat number 59, wasp number 59, I think. So one of the first boats in the world. And that was at a time when I was still in the optimist class. So I think it's actually the other way around where the wasp has really helped me in all my other sailing. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the, the wasp has been a really good class just for me to to get a taste of to high performance sailing, um, yeah, I think it's going for me. Now, in these races that you had um, in Australia, what what was the competition like? What 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 did you have to worry about or think about or be pay attention to when you went out there on the water? Did you know your competitors? Um, yeah, so I knew I knew everyone competing pretty well. Um, I guess just because the racing was so short and sharp, there are only two or three minute races on a slalom course, which means we're racing downwind and just the goal was pretty much just to pull off four jibes as well as you could and go as fast as you can. So in the racing, it was just really, you had to be really on top of just keeping everything together, putting trust in your boat handling and yeah, just getting across the finish line. Hey, we're speaking with uh, Jack Ferguson, by the way, 18-year-old Australian sailor competing here in San Francisco, uh, coming up here in a few weeks in the Inspire program of Sail GP. Um, is there a monsoon, or are you talking to us in the shower? Um, it is pretty wet outside. The last, <laughs> few weeks, <laughs> the last few weeks, it's been raining pretty much nonstop. So, yeah. 
So what is it like to carry the Australian flag? Because I was just saying with Brooke, um, your country, um, not unlike America, but, but even more than us, you guys are a really, really sporty lot. Yeah, it's, it's really an honor to, to be competing on a world stage like this and representing my country. Um, I've represented my country in sailing before, done a few world championships here and there, but this is, this is something special for sure. So you said that you're sailing downwind on a short race, jibing. How does jibing work? Can you describe for us, uh, those of us who sail on sloops, you know, what the experience is for jibing? Um, because that, that wing that you have, it's really more of a wing than it is a, um, a sail, it seems to me. Uh, is, a, is, is it all the way out or is it, is it just a short little um, flip from one side to the other? What's that like? Yeah, so driving the wasp, it's not really much like a conventional boat because you're, you're on the foil. So we're completely focused on stuff like balance and our, our rate of turn. And yeah, so for the, the trim of the sail, it's usually doesn't actually matter that much, to be honest. We're pretty much 100% focused on just getting our bodies through the boat as quickly as possible and making sure that our, our rate of turn matches up with the heel, heel of the boat, so how far tipped over we are. And then, yeah, that's, that's the main two stuff, things we're, we're looking at. Do you, have, do you have to keep the boat more level to stay on the foils or, or can you have heel and if so, how much? Yeah, a, a flat boat's generally pretty good for a maneuver like that, but sometimes we can give it a little bit of leeward heel to sort of carve carve into the turn. Um, yeah. Jack, in any other sport, if you were one of the best at what you did at 18 and you're traveling the world, you would have scouts all over the place, professional scouts, college scouts, whatever it was. So how does that work in the world of sailing? Are there people, are there sponsors, are they, are they keeping their eye on you? Are they contacting you about that? Uh, not at the moment, but I'm very open to, to someone contacting me about stuff like that. But, yeah. <laughs> well, and this um, SailGP has really put together this Inspire Sailing program to develop ba basically sailors that can come into the boats on the F-50s in the future. So, in essence, this is one race that is, is uh, kind of setting the trend in that. But, um, you know... Have you done other races as well before you became involved in the Inspire sailing program? Yeah, so I've done a lot of work in the in the Optimus class, also the 420, and I've done a lot of time in the Wasp previously as well. So, um, yeah, and I've also just started an Olympic campaign in the 49er. So that's that's where I'm at in my sailing right now. Um, this, this Inspire opportunity just came up when uh, – oh, I think I got I saw the announcement on Facebook and I was like, oh, gotta 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 be at that, gotta gotta give it a shot. So that's how that came about. And yeah, what was been, been the uh, you know no one's perfect strengths and weaknesses. What are some of the things that you and your coaches are telling you to to work on right now? Uh, is that in for the my Forty Nine campaign or in the Wasp? Just in just sailing in general. Sailing in general. Um, hmm. I think I've always been pretty good at like reading shifts and understanding wind and stuff like that. Um, my physical ability as an athlete could probably use some work. Um, 
Yeah. And I think in the wasps specifically, because I'm, I'm a bit of a, I think I'm like 75, 80 kilos. I'm not sure what that converts to in pounds, but I think the light air is probably my biggest area to work on in the wasp just because of my, I'm a bit heavier than all the other guys at San Fran. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I think you're going to really like the weather here uh, as, as in uh, the, the winds that we have. I'm hoping that we have, we have some, some good winds for you because it has been a bit light. We're here in the, the winter season and sometimes it's 25 knots and sometimes it's like two. <laughs> I don't, how much wind do you need to actually move a wasp? Yeah, so to get on the foils, we need about six or seven knots on the on the big foils, and yeah, and then we're once we're up, we're pretty much no worries to race. So yeah, six or seven knots, and then we can carry the the boat through the range to twenty five, thirty knots. Oh, that's actually pretty good to get get up on foils at six or seven knots. That that must be a very light boat. Yeah, I'm not sure what they weigh, but it's not much. So what was the competition like just to get to be able to come to San Francisco? How many did you have to beat out and, and how close was it? Yeah, so the Inspire in Sydney, we had eight boys and eight girls competing and we were selected from a lot of, of uh, applicants. And yeah, so it was seven other boys that we were racing in my flight. So the boys and the girls were racing separately and it was a total of I think seven or eight races that made up the series. What's your hope for the future? Ah, so I guess my my ultimate goal is to be on an F50 one day. I'd, I'd like to reach that goal as soon as possible. But at the moment, I'm fully committed to my 49er campaign and I've got my eyes set on Paris 2024 Olympics. So, yeah, I think that's the goal for now. But Sao GP and the America's Cup and other other forms of professional sailing, that's that's where I want to be, and I want to make a career out of this sport just because I love it. So, yeah. Is the ultimate the America's Cup? And as we know in the America's Cup, you could actually be at the helm of a boat from a different country as well. What, what do you think about all that? Yeah, I think this this top end of the sport is somewhere I, I really want to be. So, yeah, I've, I'd love to helm an America's Cup boat one day, and it'd be really cool for that to be an Australian boat, but can make do with <laughs> whoever. So of the sailors that, that you're looking at in the SailGP teams for the F-50s, who do you admire the most? Who, who are your, your, um, your idols or mentors? Um, I've, yeah, I definitely idolize Tom Slingsby and Nathan Outeridge, I think. Um, I've done a little bit of work with Nathan Outeridge on, the, um, on Lake Macquarie where, he's, where he lives in the 49er. Not much, but... Um, yeah, I really, I really want to be like those blokes when I'm, I'm a bit older. Tom and Nath. Um, yeah, that's. I was, I was talking to Tom Slingsby when he was in Italy just before, uh, before Nathan won that race, and he was talking about the, the light winds and how challenging that is. Every, every racer, uh, every team has their strengths. Um, do you follow the races, the CLGP races, really closely, and and the technology and and the reports, or or is is that rather new to you? Um, yeah, I've been watching it live since season one. Um, yeah, I, I really love watching the racing, and I like to sometimes put myself in their positions and see what I'd do. But yeah, it's it's I love I love the the whole competition. 
Jack Ferguson in uh, Australia on his way to San Francisco here in uh, the last weekend in March to take place in the Inspire Racing Program of GP. Jack, thanks for coming on, and uh, best of luck, and we look forward to seeing you here in America. Thank you so much for having me. Can't wait to be there. Looking forward to seeing you sail. <laughs> and Karen, uh, as we say goodbye to you, you're going to meet all these young peeps, aren't you? I am going to meet them and also our, our old familiars, Tom Slingsby and Nathan Adderidge and all the other new teams. We have new teams, nine teams this time. More at salesporttalk.com. Yep. See you next week. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 
That's 800-493-6118. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Rest of the way, let's talk some sports. Come on. By the way, uh, you just want to talk about WNBA highlights, unless there's something controversial. The league, the WNBA has fined the Liberty uh, League, um, New York, or sorry, the New York Liberty, that's the name of the team, $500,000 for taking chartered flights last season. Teams are not allowed to pay for chartered flights because of competitive balance rules. So last season during the finals, the league announced it would pay for charter flights for the Sky and Mercury when they needed to travel between Phoenix and Chicago between two between, between games two and three, which was very rare, but they made an exception under the new commissioner, Miss Kathy Engelbert, who's been on this show. But um, under the rules, charter flights are banned in order to campaign, maintain competitive balance. Now, I remember going to the airport and seeing Dave Stewart and Dave Henderson sitting there, Tony Phillips, because they were flying commercial. Everybody did until, like, Mark Cuban said, I'll pay for our own plane. So Joe and Clara Sy, they own the Liberty. Apparently, after they were caught, a furious league official said, we'll give you a million-dollar fine and take away your draft picks and maybe even terminate the franchise. Well, uh, calmer heads have prevailed, and uh, they've been fined half a million dollars, the biggest fine in the history of the league. And in fact, they did pay for charter flights as a trip to Napa Valley over Labor Day weekend for a team bonding experience. They weren't even allowed to do that. So there you go. You better get your ass on Southwest like the rest of us.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. As the bombing continues in Ukraine, President Zelensky has asked for a no-fly zone over his country, and the United Nations has been discussing it. However, for the United States, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says that's a no-go. It would essentially mean the U.S. military would be shooting down Russian planes. That is definitely escalatory. That would potentially put us into a place where we're in a, a military conflict with Russia. That is not something the president wants to do. And undoubtedly, President Biden will be talking about the situation in Ukraine at his State of the Union address set for tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern. Other topics should include inflation, the crisis at the southern border, and a new Supreme Court justice nominee. At his first State of the Union address, President Biden has a job approval of an all-time low of just under 37 percent as the nation continues to emerge from the coronavirus pandemic. This is USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit ZantacMoney.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. A group of Cuban illegals is in custody in Key West. And with that story, here's USA Radio's Tim Berg. A group of Cuban illegal immigrants that came ashore in the Florida Keys is in custody. Immigration officials saying 13 people were taken into federal custody after landing Sunday night in Key West. U.S. Border Patrol's Miami sector saying the illegal immigrants were part of a maritime smuggling event that arrived in a homemade boat. Senator Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, joined Senate Republicans in defeating a bill that would have legalized abortions up to birth nationwide. Senators voted 48 to 46 against ending the debate and allow a vote on the Women's Health Protection Act. The bill, which passed the House last year, would have codified a right to an abortion and combated pro-life state laws. The bill's defeat comes as the Supreme Court is weighing a case that could potentially curb Roe v. Wade. And remember, if you still write a check to pay your bills, it's March 1st. This is USA Radio News. The greatest radio shows of all time. Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune. Classic radio theater. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The story of Dr. Kildare. The Pepsodent Show, starring Bob Hope. The greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On this radio station or wherever podcasts are served, just by searching for Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. That's Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. A former North Carolina police chief who was charged with more than 70 felony crimes is accused of staging a suicide and fleeing to South Carolina where he was arrested. William Anthony Spivey, served as chief of the Chadbourne Police Department, was relieved of duty last spring due to a misconduct investigation by the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigations. 
His charges including evidence mishandling, drug trafficking, and embezzlement. Nearly a year after the charges were announced, he was reported missing on February 21st. Family members called the sheriff's office and described an incident as a possible suicide. Investigators found handwritten letters at the scene and a 22 caliber rifle with a discharge round still in the rifle. However, investigators concluded the evidence didn't support a suicide scenario. As the fighting in Ukraine continues, former President Donald Trump reminded America his record on dealing with Putin and Russia. I stand as the only president of the 21st century on whose watch Russia did not invade another country. Putin is playing Biden like a drum, and it's not a pretty thing as somebody that loves our country to watch. Most Americans believe the same way as a poll by the Harvard Center for American Political Studies found that over 62% of those surveyed believe Putin would not have sent troops into Ukraine with Trump in the White House. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Uh, sometimes that news is hard to sit through. That one was hard. Whoever that little guy was. Just kissing Trump's butt. Could you imagine worshiping a guy or a lady? Just bowing down. Whatever party you're with. Just bowing down sycophantically. Just fawning, pandering. Kissing their booty, their ring, their feet. Everything. They're infallible. It's just sad. And, and the, the newscast we have is basically, it's like a poor man's, it's a homeless man's version of Fox News. <laughs> I've never once recognized one name of any congressman or woman when they get a quote. You know, if it's a national quote from Mitch McConnell or Chuck Schumer, obviously, but when they do their own quote, we talked to Mississippi Senator, not even Senator. We talked to Mississippi Congressman Bob Butt. Mm, uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, 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 this country is going to hell in a handbasket. Blah, blah. That's the thing that sucks about two parties my whole life. 
half the country, get this person out of the White House. <laughs> and the other half's like, everything that person is doing in the White House is gold. It's gold. It's gold. God, I'm so sick of it. So sick of it. Both sides of the aisle can kiss my Bulgarian butt. Rick, you're not Bulgarian. Oh, that's right. Red, white, and blue butt. All right. Why don't we talk some sports? God, that was hard to sit through. I should have got up and walked out. I hope you didn't listen to it. Always turn off sports byline for the first five minutes. That way, that's a bad habit. That's the thing about radio. If you turn away, you're probably not coming back. So stick with us, please. Even if you don't like our content. We got new content. We got two new hours. And we're going to talk to you. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, cricket, football, chess takers, rugby, cricket. Well, it's mostly baseball right now. Because the owners are hashing it out. There was a fake report from this Jeff Passan guy that there was an agreement last night, and it turned out it wasn't him. What? Do you, how do you get off on that, being the fake Jeff Passan? That's like the Tylenol killer. You don't even know who you're affecting. Come on back. You're always up for some fun with the family, so you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. To demonstrate the power of Cricket Nationwide 5G, we brought in this monster truck. And to tell you Cricket 5G is available on every plan at no extra charge, we brought in this fleet of monster trucks. Now that's power! Get powerful Nationwide 5G on all plans at no extra charge! Plus a Cricket Dream 5G phone free when you switch! 
tastes like power, too. Smile, you're on Cricket. Must bring your number to Cricket on a $60 a month plan. First month service charge and tax due at sale. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the program. We have some open lines uh, if you'd like to get in, if you're still with us, at 1-800-878-PLAY. Or you're just joining us, 1-800-878-7529. Unfortunately, when your country uh, invades another country and the rest of the world is like, what the hell? By the way, it's very rare to get outside of China, who's like, Russia can do what they want because we want to take Taiwan, hint, hint. Um, it's very rare to get the entire world to say, what the hell are you doing? You know? Um, and so when you get a situation like that, everybody in the country gets painted with the same brush unfairly. You know, there are millions of peace-loving Russians that are humiliated, you know, are heartbroken over this. But no one wants to hear about them, you know? Why should we, right? You get lumped in. And believe me, I know that as an American traveling abroad, whoever was president, I would get lumped in like I was his boy, you know? And so I'll get to that in a second. But we have Vince, who's out in Lafayette, California. Go ahead, Vince. Yeah, well, you never know. I mean, you go, you go overseas. You're all, everybody does that, though. You're, you're, who's ever president, that's your boy. But, I mean, and you defend him, even if it isn't your boy. I mean, that's what most Americans would probably do. I don't care. But um, not why I'm calling. I'm calling about the the sharks again. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, I was reading um, in there. I guess probably pretty much likely going to be trading Hurdle because they don't, they don't have the cash. But I heard he may be trading also Burns to, to work on that as well. Um, have you heard anything on that at all? I mean, because I know you, you have some. I, I think you have some insight what's going on with the sharks or not. I'm not sure. You know what? I really don't. I don't go to those press conferences. I, I haven't since COVID hit. I mean, I've been to the tank. I love hanging out in the press box and, and talking to those guys and gals up there. I love the tank. I really do love it. But I haven't been going to the driving to San Jose for those press conferences and stuff. But at this point, I mean, you know, I, before, you know, like when they got, they were up three love on the Kings and then the Kings came back and won and won the whole thing even though they got Pronger and Niedermeyer right when the series started, everyone's like, burn it to the ground, burn it to the ground. And I'm like, no, no, no. But at this point, why not burn it to the ground? I mean, well, the salaries are killing them. I, I was looking through it this morning, like, I, you know, you know, watching, I guess, reading all that. Most of us, like, um, uh, Pickles, he's got four more years after this year left on his contract. I can't believe it. They're paying him $7 million a year. There's no way they could trade him because, you know, he's worthless. And, and there's a, uh, um, Carlson's got five years or four years left too, but they can't trade him either. That's twelve and a half million on salary cap. You start looking at all those salaries, it's just like it's going to be a while before they can build a club up. I mean, remember that rookie that they drafted number one, and he was hoping to make the club. Well, the reason and they didn't tell it like that. I mean, the, if the smart press guy would have caught him, but the reason why he was going to make a million dollars if he made the club, 
Well, the reason why they sent him to, uh, I think it was Finland, is because they didn't have the money to keep him because they only had 385000 salary cap, and he was going to make a million dollars. They didn't have the money to pay him. That was the real reason. They acted like, you know, oh, well, we needed some uh, experience over there. That wasn't the reason. That was a lie. I mean, that was – and they should have at least been honest with the kid. But it's going to be tough, I think, for the Sharks for a while just because – they're going to have a hard time keeping the players. I mean, right now, it's good, like the next three years, all these young kids playing, once they start getting good, I just hope they'll be able to keep them. You know, hopefully the, the contracts will start expiring when they, when they get um, you know, caught with the money. That's probably why they're trying to trade Burns. I wouldn't even be shocked if they try trade Logan Couture as well. I mean, he's, he's got value. I mean, I don't know. I think they do have to burn into the ground, to be honest with you. Also, their goalie might get traded. I heard to Edmonton. You know, he's doing really, Reimer, I think his name is, yeah, Reimer, and he's doing really well. I don't know if you heard that, but I was reading that in, uh, you know, in a different news sources that they have. That, um, Edmonton's really interested, and he only makes $2.5 million, so we might get a first-round draft pick for him. So I think we're going to get a lot of draft picks in the next, you know, in, in next year if we start unloading some players. Um, for Burns, we'll probably have to take a player back that's not that good, um, that's got like two years instead of three years left on a contract, because they have to match the salaries. I mean, they don't have to, but a lot of teams don't have the salary space. And then um, they could uh, get like a first-round draft pick for them. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I hope they could, you know, uh, build it back up. But it's really hard. I heard they're getting like 10,000 fans a game, or even less than that. But, you know, that they have paid the 10,000. And they're not even, um, we call, a, they're 28th in, in the league now in attendance which is out of 31 teams, that's horrible. I mean, um, I just, you know, the problem is they, like they have like a four-pack with Boston. I was thinking about going, but it was $48 a ticket for the cheapest ticket for four-pack when they used to charge like $50 for the whole thing. You know, so they really jacked the prices up for, you know, for a product that's not that good. I mean, I think they're going to have to realistically change the product, you know, for the prices. And I, I used to go to 10-game packs all the time. They did away with that two years ago, and um, right before the thing hit, the, the last year before the, the, the virus hit. So I can't even go to – I mean, they took away – you had to get full season, no 10-packs. I, I wasn't sure if you were aware of that, but I think they're going to have to go back to 10-packs. I mean, I mean, do you, do you, like I said, do you think there's any hope for the Sharks? I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be at least two, three years before you even think about the playoffs. No. What, what do you think? I don't know how long it's going to take, but uh, not this year. We had a, we had a little bit of a. I mean, the, the funny thing is, the Sharks still have a winning record. Uh, so I mean, it's feasible that they could have some kind of you know get red hot. I, they're just way too many better teams ahead of them. But I mean, you're right about tickets. It's an eerie feeling. Uh, like I saw this year to go to games and seeing you know at about two thirds full, and um, you know for a good what 15 years every game sold out and it just the atmosphere was electric and it's still fun but it's just weird to see that it's just not as fun and it's because of the two things the pandemic and the fact that they ain't that good and, and they charge a lot i mean they i mean they have to go back to those special family packs there's a, a lot of people don't have a ton of money i mean 50 dollars for four tickets was really cool and then you got like a free hot dog and a coke so you could um you know per ticket so you could you know you know guys don't have a lot of money could go to the games, but then they, you know, they, they phased that out completely. And the 10 game packs I was buying for years, I'd always go to 10 games. You have like A, B, C, or D plan. And they did away with that. And it was like, 
Well, you said, we have enough season ticket holders. We don't need you guys anymore is what they told me. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cold-blooded. Now, you know, they're probably begging for me to come back. But I may. I may get a 10-game pack. I bet you they'll offer it next year. And I, I think I'll probably go back. I just miss the Sharks. I love – nothing's better than going to a hockey game. I mean, <clears throat> I, I can't afford the, uh, the Warriors because they're just too expensive for me. I, you know, I just set up my price range. I go to A's games, and I told you about that. I I had a, a tw- uh, the weekend pass for like 15 years, and this year I didn't renew it just because they jacked the price up and canceled all the the, the deals. So, and then you hear the A's may get the um, the revenue sharing again. Yeah, that's horrible. So that. horrible. I know. I mean, so are they going to keep Olsen now? Or are they going to still? No, it's just it's just they're in the fifth market, and they're. They complain about how they don't have any money. It's just so lame. And it's not the stadium. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I go to a lot of A's games. You know, this year, the first time I'm not renewing it. But, I mean, I have no problems with the stadium. I mean, everybody says, oh, you got to need a new stadium, need a new stadium. I don't have a problem with the Coliseum. I really don't. Yes, the, where the Raiders moved to, that's an absolutely gorgeous stadium. And, yes, you know, the AT&T Park or whatever they call it now is absolutely gorgeous. But I don't mind it. I mean, one thing I like about the A's, it's easy in and out. You know, uh, you know. It, you, I mean, when you sit behind pl- home plate, which I do all the time, you get really good. You know, it's really fun watching it because you're not that far from it when you're when you're that close. And it's, I don't know. I, I enjoy going to the Coliseum. Me too. I mean, anyway, I got to like, run to a break, my man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate the uh, interjection. Yeah, you take care. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on, man. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now, 
That's 800-760-1845. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539, or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. Author Brendan Slocum. If you don't know the name, don't worry about it. This is his debut novel, but it's already getting rave reviews. It's called The Violin Conspiracy. It's in the Good Morning America book club, by the way. Um, As I was alluding to coming out of the last break, um, when you... When you are part of a, a nation that uh, gets its nose thumbed at, sometimes that can have personal ramifications, even if you don't make policy, even if you didn't vote for the schmuck who's doing all this stuff. Um, and I saw it to a small extent um, as a world traveler. And one of my favorite moments when it came to that was when I was 19 and I was in a uh, hostel in Copenhagen with a friend of mine who was also 19. And we were walking like the f- 10 blocks from the bus station to the hostel. And um, there were about, I don't know, a dozen, I don't know what country they were from. They had weird accents, though. They weren't Danish. But they were in the hostel. And so the 12 of them were walking behind us going, Bon in the USA, F you mother effa. <laughs> bon in the USA, F you mother effa. <laughs> so my friend was whispered to me, he goes, do we have to fight these guys? And I'm like, you know what? There's like 12 of them. We'd get in some good licks, but we're not going to win. Just let it go. Let it go. They're just jealous. They ain't American, blah, blah, blah. Whatever I said, right? And then um, it just takes a certain bit of badass <laughs> that I didn't have. Like, put me in between the lines on a field, and I could be a badass. I'm not really a badass. I just, you know, 
I try to be more of a lover than a fighter when I'm not on the field, right? But in our um, hostel the next morning, we're uh, eating breakfast and we're talking, me and my friend. And this other guy comes over and he goes, hey, I, I hear you guys are American. Uh, do you mind if I join you? I'm from Chicago. And I'm like, sure, sit down. He's like, yeah, what are you guys doing? Where are you going? You know, what, who do you know over here? And then at the other table were those 12 kids. And then they started it. Uh, they started again. Bon in the USA, f you mother effa. And the guy from Chicago went, "What?" He put his fork down and he walked over to all twelve of them. He goes, "What did you say? Did you say something bad about America?" And all twelve of them just pussed out. And I thought, "Uh, that's that guy is a mac." Of course, if I would have done that, they would have been like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do about it?" And then I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And then when I got beat up. That was a long way of saying <laughs> that people might hate you just because you're from. And I used to, honestly, not anymore, I used to hate Canadians. Hate them. Because everything they had had a maple leaf on it. First of all, they had a huge Canadian flag. Then their backpack had a huge maple leaf. And then all their, their jean jacket had a maple leaf flag on the back. Then they'd wear a hat with a maple leaf. And they'd always say, don't call me an effing American. Don't humiliate and embarrass me and insult me by calling me an effing American. I'm so sorry. I don't hate him anymore. But I used to. And that's because they were afraid of the backlash too. This is all, there's a point to this. And that is Ukrainian tennis player Alina Svetinely says that she will not participate in the Monterey Open if she has to face an opponent from Russia or Belarus. She's the top seeded player in the tournament. This is down in Monterey with two R's, so that's Mexico. And um, sure enough, you look at the draw, and she's to face Anastasia Podopova of Russia in the opening round. She said, uh, I want to announce that I will not play in Monterey nor any other match against any Russian or a Belarusian tennis player until our organizations take this necessary decision. And um, she took to Twitter to express her feelings on the tournament. And she emphasizes that she does not blame the players. But, and um, she did write, I believe the current situation <clears throat> requires a clear position from our organizations, ATP, WRA, and ITF. As such, we, now this is from Svilatina, as such, we, Ukrainian players, requested to ATP, WTDA, and RLC to accept Russian and Belarusian nationals only as neutral athletes without displaying any national symbols, colors, flags, or anthems. I do not blame any of the Russian athletes. They are not responsible for the inaction of our motherland. Moreover, I wish to pay tribute to all the players, especially Russians and Belarusians, who bravely stated their position against the war. Their support is essential. Now, you might have seen Alexander Ovechkin, uh, who was, you know, Putin loves, and he's met him many times. When it first started, day one, they went to him, of course. He's in D.C. What do you expect? And he says, I think it's terrible, it's awful, but it is my president, 
uh, you know, he, he's put me in a tough position and I just wish it would stop, but he is my president. And then a couple days later, he's out there with his family and it's basically just like, no, 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 no to this, you know, and the international tennis federation has indefinitely canceled all events taking place in Russia. And there were, there were none going to take place in Minsk in white Russia anyway. Um, they did have an event taking place next month in April uh, in uh, Ukraine, and they canceled it due to, quote, heightened security concerns, end quote. And so the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, has called for all sports organizations all across the world to uh, prevent any Russian or Belarusian athlete to participate in any international play. So it's uh, it's interesting. Now, here's the other thing about the... Um, the Mexican Open, which we didn't talk about because this happened a week ago. <laughs> but Alexander Zverev was found $40,000 and forfeited $30,000 in prize money after chair slamming and a meltdown at the Mexican Open. That's seventy k. And this was before the, uh, the invasion that his country did. But... Uh, Zverev is the third-ranked tennis player in the world right now. And he had a fiery outburst directed at the chair umpire uh, Alessandro Germani. It was during doubles play. <laughs> he called Germani, I have to laugh, I'm sorry. It's not funny, right? A effing idiot. And then he smacked the umpire's chair with his racket a bunch of times. Wham, wham. <laughs> And the drama began because Zverev disagreed with a line call Germani made the point before, and he and his partner, Marcelo Melo, lost to Lloyd Glasspool and Harry Heliovara in the first round of a doubles match. And Germani gave Zverev a code violation for unsportsmanlike conduct, and then he yelled, for F's sake, look where the ball bounced. But it wasn't the end of his uh, rant at that point. And if you go actually to Amazon Prime Video Sport on Twitter. You can actually see him um, at the end being uh, thrown out and then it's coming over and whacking the guy's chair. And the, the second and third time he whacked the chair, he almost whacked the guy in the foot and he had to like take his foot away a little bit. <laughs> that's just not, it, it's just, uh, you know, that's one of the things you have to buy into. What do you have to buy into, Rick? You have to buy into the fact that there is a chair uh, person or woman, whatever. And you have to go along with their calls. It's just like in baseball, the umpire might call a strike that was a foot outside or less miles when you're uh, at LSU holding up the trophy and Tommy Tuberville's at Auburn going, well, we're still national champs. No, you're in the BCS and you weren't invited, even though you're undefeated. So as Varev said, it is difficult to put into words how much I regret my behavior during and after the doubles match. I've privately apologized to the chair umpire because my outburst towards him was wrong and unacceptable, and I am only disappointed in myself. It just should not have happened, and there is no excuse. I would also like to apologize to my fans, the tournament, and the sport that I love. As you know, I leave everything on the court. Yesterday, I left too much. I am going to take the coming days to reflect on my actions and how I can assure that will not happen again. 
I am sorry for letting you down. Now, the ATB is also investigating claims made by Olya Sharapova, who's Zarev's ex-girlfriend, of domestic abuse, of which he has categorically and unequivocally denied. So maybe that's what was putting him in a bad mood uh, as well. But um, I kind of felt sorry for the chair umpire because he was just, he looked young, he was kind of a little dweeb, and he looked like he was intimidated. I guess you would be if this guy is much taller than you and he's swinging a racket at you. <laughs> it could be a little bit intimidating. All right, let's talk violins on the other side. Come on back. to sell your home if you've sold a home before you remember how stressful and expensive it was sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress there are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home did you know you could trade in your home for a new one did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission it's true Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. 
Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. Track phone wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, whatever works. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network as well. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show brand new author, Brendan Slocum. And I say that because he has a debut novel, which is out today, called The Violin Conspiracy, hardback available from Anchor Books. And this book is already taking the literary world by storm. Brendan, welcome to the show. Um, Does that make people who have toiled for 40 years and they can't write a comic book mad that you walk right in and you just start killing it with your debut? (laughs) Well, thanks, Rick. I appreciate you having me. (laughs) Um, I hope not. Um, Let's go with no. All right, let's talk about uh, the plot. It says, A riveting tale about a black classical musician whose family heirloom violin is stolen on the eve of the most prestigious classical music competition in the world. Um, I know that you personally uh, play the violin and the viola. You've been teaching it a long time. So uh, how much of this was in your head, and how much of this is kind of you? The main character in the story, Ray, is 92%. Brendan. Hmm. And um, I have been carrying these stories around with me, um, like his situations and everything, since I was about nine years old when I started playing violin. Um, And it was just really, really validating and cathartic to be able to get it out onto a page and have someone look at it and enjoy it. When you were a kid and you would see Isaac Stern or Isak Perlman, and did you think, wait, where's the person of African heritage? I mean, does that something that made you think of it? Because when you look at an orchestra, a lot of white people, several Asians in there, not a lot of people with darker skin. When did it kind of hit you that that was sort of the way it was laid out? I think it really dawned on me when I was in junior high. You know, you you get into you audition and you make these groups, and there's just not a lot of people that look like you. And I discovered early on, wow, I'm seriously a minority in here. There weren't many guys, for starters, and then black guys. I was like the only one, you know, playing violin. So it was. Um, I I learned it pretty early on that it was um, it was a pretty elitist group. And then you get into the stereotypes. Like, you know, oh, the black guy, he's probably better at basketball now. But then you get the opposite classical music. Well, he's probably not as good. So how much did you have to suffer through that? I'm still suffering through it. Wow. You're absolutely right. I, you know, it's like I, it's, it's a constant. Um, I'm constantly having to prove myself. 
like I, I go around and I do um, clinics and, and rehearsals and I, I do adjudications and I walk into a room full of kids and they think that I'm one of the custodians or there to move furniture. And then I will ask someone for their fiddle. They reluctantly hand it over to me and I start playing. And they're like, whoa, this guy's legit. Okay. You know, so it's, it's constantly having to prove yourself. You know, I, I go to play gigs and the directors look at me like, yeah, I'm going to put somebody else on your part because you're probably going to need some help. And I'm like, I played this a million times and, you know, okay, do whatever you need to do, dude. But yeah, I got this. So if someone's like, yeah, I don't think you're first string. Do you just bust out like, you know, Vivaldi's winter Allegro con molto, like something like that? <laughs> got to do it, winter and summer. I rock summer on one of my recitals. Yeah, got to do it, got to do it. Miles hit the floor, but, you know, it's 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 rewarding. Can you bust out a little devil went down to Georgia? Of course. I spent a week in Nashville learning bluegrass, of course. I can do that and Bill Cheatham and everything in between. It's good stuff. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the novel. It's one thing to be an accomplished musician. It's another thing to to write uh, a novel that uh, is gripping. And as you know, you got to grab people really early, or they're going to put the book down. So, how did you uh, how did you aspire to write it, and then how did you uh, learn to do it so well? Well, it was the summer of 2020 when everything was just shut down. You know, I didn't have any gigs. Everything had been canceled. No weddings, no receptions, no concerts, no recitals. Um, And I was sitting on the couch getting fatter and fatter, eating all day long. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and try my hand at writing. I saw an article about selling books in the age of COVID. So I submitted something, got a rejection. This is terrible, but you have a good voice. You should try writing what you know, not science fiction. So um, I started writing, and I have a really, really good agent who um, helped me edit on the fly. And he was like, yeah, okay, this is good stuff. This is a good book. And, um, you know, just, just the situations in the book and the stories, they've been, I've been carrying them around with me for a very long time. And it was, I felt that with the pandemic and with the events that took place with George Floyd, that it was a good time for people to be, um, it was an eye-opening time for people to be aware of these situations and things like this really do happen. And people would be really receptive to uh, receiving stories like this. What did, uh, you know, when you first gave this to uh, a, a public, I mean, I would imagine that you didn't have some connection into the uh, the publishing world. When you first gave this to someone, did their eyes pop or did it kind of get, you know, backburnered for a while? Yeah, it was it was an eye opening situation. Well, first with, with my agent, it was like, I can't sell a book with the protagonist's name being Raekwon. I can't do that. I was like, you know, this is exactly why you need to do that. It's 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 for that reason that you need to go through with this. And, you know, we fought a lot, and fortunately I won. And some of my editors and, and readers, they were just like, nah, this is too over the top. Things like this don't happen. They can't really happen. And it was a fight. Yeah, things like this really do happen. And this is exactly the time that stories like this need to be out. And they trusted me, and I think it ended up being a winner. Got more questions for Brendan Slocum, the new mo- uh, the new movie, the new, like a Freudian slip here, the book, The Violin Conspiracy, but everybody's already talking about how this is, you know, the Queen's Gambit of of uh, string instruments. Uh, have you already had discussions? As far as a, a As a film, film yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Um, Sony has snagged the rights to this. And just the comparison to the Queen's Gambit is just, I mean, I geek out every time I hear that. It's crazy. Uh, Sony has snagged the rights, and uh, George Tillman, who directed The Hate You Give, is attached to direct uh, the series. And hopefully it's going to be on Netflix or HBO or some something very soon. So does that work where, you know, you say, here are the rights, and then somebody writes a screenplay because it's, of course, different when you got to shoot it and storyboard it and everything, or do they invite you to the set and they say, are we doing this right or wrong, or are you just basically turn it on and watch it with the rest of us? <laughs> I am fortunate. I am going to be brought on board as a consultant. You know, one of the stipulations that I, when I was choosing uh, which production company was going to get to the rights to the, the book I wanted to make sure whomever plays the lead that they know how to play the violin. They got to, you know, be taking lessons. I'm not going to be one of those people that uh, just oh, you, you look and you just cringe. And my friends who are musicians, they would look at me and say, Brendan, what were you thinking? It's like, no, it's not me. It's not me. It's them. So they're, they're, I'm really happy that they're uh, giving me a lot of um, creative space to, you know, just to, to make sure that things are as authentic as possible. Yeah, let's say we've hired Jaden Smith, and you're like, uh, but he can't play the violin. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're gonna... <laughs> it's like you know what? Give me some, give me some. Just for men, cover up this gray. I'll go and do the part. <laughs> uh, you want to be Raekwon so bad, don't you? <laughs> Raekwon wants to be me. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, there he is, Brendan Slocum. Uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, this guy. He's already working on his next novel, but let's celebrate this one. It just came out today: the Violin Conspiracy from Anchor Books, and then soon to be on the big screen via Sony Pictures. Brendan, congratulations on the book, man, and thanks for stopping by. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. All right, good stuff, and. Um, I had uh, half a, a notion to take up the violin once, and uh, my dad was actually excited because when I was in, I think it was third grade, they came by for band, and they said, okay, now you're old enough to you know, be in band, and by the fourth grade, you know, after a year, you can play, and I was like, oh, and so my brother was like, I think I want to try the drums, my little brother, and then I was like, well, I'm going to play the guitar, and they go, well, there ain't no guitar. I'm like, oh, I had no interest in horns or wind instruments. Still don't. <laughs> There's a guy out here on the corner in San Francisco that plays the trumpet. And I never really thought about the trumpet much my whole life. But I didn't realize how much I despise the sound of the trumpet. The trumpet sounds like somebody um, uh, scratching their butt is what it sounds. Actually, that sounds better. It's horrifying. But anyway, somebody got like, you know, the old licorice strick, Squidward, the, uh, you know, the clarinet and the French horn and the tuba and the trombone. And they go, oh, what do you want, Rick? What do you want? I was like, uh, guitar. No, there's no guitar. How about the guitar? No. I had to wait till junior high to start playing the guitar. I'm so prolific. No stairway to heaven, dude. So um, they said, well, we don't have anybody on violin. And I was like, oh. So I told my dad, I go, I think I'm going to do violin. He's like, oh, great. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I think I had it for about uh, five seconds. But the cool thing about talking to a guy like, I almost said Brendan Shaw, Brendan Slocum, is that you can tell he's just a guy who wrote a book, which I love. I love that. Um, you know, not to disparage the people who've, you know, 
rented a uh, cabin in the woods and spent 10 years working on something that nobody cares about. Um, I always consider myself a, a guy who got a show because that's exactly what happened. I didn't travel from market to market and this and that. I remember Tim Roy said, what other markets have you worked in? Where'd you start out? I was like, here. He's like, are you kidding me? I was like, yeah. But I was in my 30s before I got on the air. Uh, I didn't really aspire to it. Uh, it just kind of happened. And then I crushed it. <laughs> Um, anyway, the violin conspiracy, uh, this is a huge thing. This is a $28 book and it's already been spoken for. Thing is, I don't read novels and I know I'm missing out. I can see a, um, fictional movie and go, wow, aliens. Although it is hard. I think they're just actors reading. But, um, when I read a book, um, I just picture Brendan Slocum typing it. Yeah, I know it's a, it's a personality flaw. One of many. Let's take a quick break and come on back, talk about more of my flaws. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, that hurts my feelings. It really does. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> a guy who was on my show a few years ago, Cain Velasquez, he was on my show for the video game review two uh, years ago. Very serious news. He was arrested in uh, San Jose uh, last night. After allegedly shooting someone, uh, the other, uh, the person who was shot was at the hospital and looks to be uh, going to recover. And the motive and circumstances are still under investigation. But um, he has, Cain Velasquez has been charged with attempted murder. And uh, yeah, that's no laughing matter at all. Uh, Velasquez has, of course, long been considered one of the MMA's greatest heavyweights, um, probably a distinction he would have held if not for all the injuries he had. He went on a perfect 9-0 and run and uh, got the USC Heavyweight Championship, defeating uh, Brock Lesnar first round, uh, but then um, stumbled in the title defense against uh, Junior Dos Santos, got it back against Dos Santos and defeated him in the uh, trilogy, but so many uh, knee injuries and um, then transitioned to professional wrestling, uh, went down. His parents are from Mexico. Uh, he's American, but he went to Mexico for the Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide. He had a stint in the WWE, um, was a, uh, briefly a UFC foe of uh, Brock Lesnar, and that feud culminated in the 2019 Crown Jewel event. All this you'll be able to hear in full at noon Pacific time with uh, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Live. Um, there's nobody. Uh, he's the number one wrestling radio show in the country for a reason. Dave will be able to have much more about this uh, just because he uh, knows much more uh, about this. But um, Velasquez was also a, um, a college wrestler as well. A lot of them start off like that D one, but I remember I got pushed back when I said one of the greatest, um, UFC champions of all time, Cain Velasquez will be on my show. And I had like five people go, what are you kidding me? You think he's one of the greatest? 
I'm like, oh, sorry. And they go, he sucks. He did this. He did that. And I'm like, oh, I forgot how serious people take this stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. He won it all, but he stinks. Does that make you happy? Anyway, more seriously, uh, we hope uh, everyone involved, uh, I don't know, just hope for the best, whatever that means. That's pretty serious stuff. All right, we got another hour together. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Radio News with John Hunt. As the bombing continues in Ukraine, President Zelensky has asked for a no-fly zone over his country, and the United Nations has been discussing it. However, for the United States, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says that's a no-go. It would essentially mean the U.S. military would be shooting down Russian planes. That is definitely escalatory. That would potentially put us into a place where we're in a, a military conflict with Russia. That is not something the president wants to do. And undoubtedly, President Biden will be talking about the situation in Ukraine at his State of the Union address set for tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern. Other topics should include inflation, the crisis at the southern border, and a new Supreme Court justice nominee. At his first State of the Union address, President Biden has a job approval of an all-time low of just under 37 percent as the nation continues to emerge from the coronavirus pandemic. This is USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit ZantacMoney.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. A group of Cuban illegals is in custody in Key West. And with that story, here's USA Radio's Tim Berg. A group of Cuban illegal immigrants that came ashore in the Florida Keys is in custody. Immigration officials saying 13 people were taken into federal custody after landing Sunday night in Key West. U.S. Border Patrol's Miami sector saying the illegal immigrants were part of a maritime smuggling event that arrived in a homemade boat. Senator Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia, joined Senate Republicans in defeating a bill that would have legalized abortions up to birth nationwide. Senators voted 48 to 46 against ending the debate and allow a vote on the Women's Health Protection Act. The bill, which passed the House last year, would have codified a right to an abortion and combated pro-life state laws. The bill's defeat comes as the Supreme Court is weighing a case that could potentially curb Roe v. Wade. And remember, if you still write a check to pay your bills, it's March 1st. This is USA Radio News.
the greatest radio shows of all time. Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune. Classic radio theater. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The story of Dr. Kildare. The Pepsodent Show, starring Bob Hope. The greatest radio shows of all time. Classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox. On this radio station or wherever podcasts are served, just by searching for Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. That's Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. A former North Carolina police chief who was charged with more than 70 felony crimes is accused of staging a suicide and fleeing to South Carolina where he was arrested. William Anthony Spivey, served as chief of the Chadbourne Police Department, was relieved of duty last spring due to a misconduct investigation by the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigations. His charges including evidence mishandling, drug trafficking, and embezzlement. Nearly a year after the charges were announced, he was reported missing on February 21st. Family members called the sheriff's office and described an incident as a possible suicide. Investigators found handwritten letters at the scene and a 22 caliber rifle with a discharge round still in the rifle. However, investigators concluded the evidence didn't support a suicide scenario. As the fighting in Ukraine continues, former President Donald Trump reminded America his record on dealing with Putin and Russia. I stand as the only president of the 21st century on whose watch Russia did not invade another country. Putin is playing Biden like a drum, and it's not a pretty thing as somebody that loves our country to watch. Most Americans believe the same way as a poll by the Harvard Center for American Political Studies found that over 62% of those surveyed believe Putin would not have sent troops into Ukraine with Trump in the White House. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Hour three, just about underway. You know, I was uh, quite pleased as a uh, Tottenham fan to see uh, Tottenham defeat Leeds four to nothing uh, this weekend. Uh, and Leeds now is sitting just above the trap door, but they have a really good manager in Marcelo Bielsa. 
but hasn't had a good run, lost 6 nothing to Liverpool, and they just keep losing, losing, losing. So they fired him, and it's hard to fire a guy when you don't have a lot of talent, but you know he's a great manager. Well, now it's absolutely hilarious because they have announced that Jesse Marsh is the new manager. Who? An American. The MLS Red Bulls coach. Now, Bob Bradley, they tried him at Swansea after that run at South Africa with the USA team. And then David Wagner, who's actually David Wagner, he's German, but he played for the United States because they got his wife got him a passport. So he played for Team USA. But David uh, David Wagner is a German. He was at Huddersfield Town. So technically the third American. Marsh says, I have to identify how to do the important things and the simple things right away before building the complexity moving forward. We all have the tools here. I'm here to help this group understand how we can get better in handling the moment right now and have to stay calm and control what we can control. We are still in a good situation where we control all of our destiny. The new owners there, Victor Orta, says, we're so delighted to welcome Jesse to the club and excited for him to lead us in the new chapter. Good Lord, what are you doing? You cannot put an American in head of a Premier League team. That would like putting an Englishman in the NFL. I don't care how smart they are. It ain't going to work. And you fire a legendary coach to bring in an American? I'm sure the Leeds fans in West Yorkshire are celebrating this move right now. And I feel sorry for Jesse Marsh, even though that's my dream job (laughs) to run a Premier League team. But I think I'd rather be a surgeon. I would know more about that. I just, I feel so sorry for Leeds, which I never thought I would say. Come on back. We're out of the brand name, but we do have the generic version. Of Serene's Pharmacy can't keep up with allergy season. They need certified technicians to alleviate the headache. Ma'am, I'm so sorry for the wait. We'll have your prescription filled soon. I need some help. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
you're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. It's eleven twelve out here in San Francisco. That means it's time that I check in with one of my friends at AgainstTheNumber.com, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, being the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us once again is our friend Simon Holden from across the pond, and he is their golf aficionado. Simon, how about as your intro music, I keep holding on? Um... Holding out for a hero. <laughs> Maybe that's better. <laughs> uh, let's let's just start off with uh, Lefty because uh, Phil Mickelson uh, said those uh, Saudis are some scary mother effers and they kill you for being gay. Uh-huh. And then all his sponsors leave him. Your thoughts? Um, well, I don't know why he looked at me when he said that, Phil Mickelson. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, let, let's be fair. This is the guy who bets it all on red and it comes up black every time. I mean, dear, oh dear. He's tried to play the PGA Tour off against these dreadful Saudis and he's come up short on both sides. He's ended up uh, uh, them off, the pair of them, has he not, Rick? Now we've got Callaway walking away from him, his biggest sponsor. There are rumours, there are only rumours, of course, that Phil likes to play those betting markets. I hope he's on a good run because he's going to have a very quiet year. 
Let's talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And for two months in a row now, uh, Bryson DeChambeau is not going to be around. He missed the cut at the Farmers uh, Open in uh, January, withdrew from the Saudi. Um, he says he's 90%. Now, in most sports, 90%, you're like, hey, I can go. He, I guess he wants to get to 100%. Well, uh, as reigning champion here, of course, the pressure on him to defend was tremendous from the sponsors. He's turned up and just not been able to do it. You know, I put it to you, Rick. Here's a guy who's pushed his body to the limit as he pushed it further than it could take. And is he going to be dogged uh, by these constant injuries? Um, he got very, very big very quickly. We've seen athletes in other sports uh, who bulk up we see it in soccer or as we correctly call it football <laughs> we see it in in many other things where the player becomes too big the body can't take it it's constantly having strains constantly having injuries and i just wonder whether bryson's gonna have to ease off and go back to his old physique um he will be so upset rick that he cannot defend this title but he's got to be right for the players, and he's got to be right for uh, the masses. We are into the the money time. We are into the real season now. So it's going to hurt the tournament, but still a great field. By the way, I do have to say it was a little bit of a bait and switch for England to, you know, once they figured out the rules between rugby and football, and then to have association football, and then ASOC football, and the nickname is soccer, tell the whole world it's called soccer, and then when the Americans and the Australians and New Zealanders, we all call it soccer. They say, no, you're wrong. You guys told us it was called soccer. Well, you can call it hypocrisy, I suppose. <laughs> Rich. Uh, you know, well, it, you know what? The empire is gone. We have to face it. If you want to call it football, you call it what the hell you want. Well, do friend. you know, as a, as a student of history, that football means any sport not played on horseback, but played on foot. How about that? Uh, well, yes. Do you know, I was just about to say that to you, Rick, but you brought that up now. Uh, you've rather stolen my thunder. All right, let's get back to the thunder between the uh, on the links there. John Rahm has been really good in 2022, but he's never uh, played here at Bay Hill in Orlando. Um, but uh, some people are maybe thinking this is his breakthrough tourney. What do you think? I think he is the worst value favorite I've seen in many a year. He leads the field at eight to one. You've just raised a very important point. He's never played this course before. There is water everywhere. The players have got another greens. They are treacherous. This is the highest scoring par 72 that is not on the major list of any tournament on the PGA Tour. And he's turning up here. And the other thing to throw in the mix for why Ram is a definite no-no for a wager is he is in, by his standards, poor form. Mm. So we've got a poor form player who's never played here before at a ridiculously short price. I'm afraid not for me. On the other hand, you have uh, Rory McIlroy, who owns this course. He's played it many, many times. Um, his last five starts have all been top tens, but he's a little bit under the radar. What do you think about McElroy? Well, two, three years ago, if you'd have said Rory McElroy would come here and not be the favorite, 
It's incredible. Here he is. One of his favorite courses, certainly his favorite course in America. Uh, five straight top tens. A very impressive win in 2018. My problem with Rory McIlroy, Rick, is for the short price he is every week, he doesn't seem to win very often anymore. His putting stats are still poor. Of course, he's a great player. But 12 to 1, second favorite. I'm afraid he's still in the bookie's pocket for me. I was looking at a long shot and a name that a lot of people don't know because he's never won uh, a PGA Tour event is Will Zalatoris. And that's because when you get into, and we get this a lot in baseball over here in America, these metrics and ball striking and launch angles. And for the people who likes the math and the, the uh, geometry of all this, they love the way Zalatoris is playing. Definitely a long shot, but what do you think about that pick? Well, I think he's a great player, um, a great ball striker. You need to be around here. Not the, uh, not the bit, you know, Bryson DeChambeau really could take a look at him and think, I'll have a word with him how you lose weight because this is one slim guy. Uh, you know, you almost wonder whether he's going to fall down one of the holes, Rick, at some stage, given the <laughs> lack of, of weight on the guy. Great player. Uh, you called him a long shot. We've had this discussion before. Uh, 28 to 1, plus 280. I, I think he's very short still. I'll tell you a player who's twice his price. 55 to 1. Uh, Jason Kokrak. Since 2014, he's made 7 from 8 cuts. When he missed the cut, he went in the water and missed it by a shot. He's had 4 top 10s and 6 top 20s here in seven appearances, sorry, in eight appearances. He's also won twice in the last year, something that Zalatoris hasn't, and he's available at 50-1. to one. I think that is an extraordinary wager. All right, I got less than a minute. Here's my long shot, laying in the weeds, or should I say laying in the rough, because another guy who knows the course, 66-1, to one, Chris Kirk, your reaction. Oh, the captain, as we call him, yes, yeah. Uh, he played in form. Good course for him. You've got two big ticks there. My worry is, is the captain a winner? No offense to him. But I just feel on last rounds, his last round stats when in contention, Rick, are not healthy. They are not healthy. And this is a big tournament. Like I said, water everywhere, treacherous greens. You want somebody with nerves of steel on the back nine. And I'm not sure the captain, Kirk, has proved he's got them. All right, there he is, Simon Holden. Check out all of his insights over there at the website, againstthenumber.com. Simon, have a uh, great weekend. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Keep it real. Keep it soccer, Rick. (laughs) All right, very good. By the way, the name Chris Kirk basically means Christian Church, doesn't it? Kirka, Chris Church, Christ Church, New Zealand. Maybe I should go to a break. Come on back. On the other side, we will have Bruce Marshall. driving but you don't love your car payment open road lending can reduce your car payment by as much as a hundred dollars a month or more it's easy to refinance your car payment just call today to get your no obligation quote and find out how much you can save to qualify for a lower car payment 
Your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, bless your heart. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's time to check in as we do uh, weekly with our friend Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet and goldsheet.com in uh, Las Vegas for all your uh, wagering sophistication and insights. And we always talk to Bruce about the NHL and uh, Bruce obviously um, with the uh, invasion of the Ukraine, uh, Russia is, um, uh, of course, uh, 
let's just say not a lot of people are liking him right now. And if you think about the biggest sport in America that has Russians in it, it's by far the NHL. And these are just athletes. They don't make policy. They're not in the military. So you feel really bad for them. Um, but the league had to make steps and they uh, basically ended all their, or I should say suspended all their business partners I wonder what's going to happen with the KHL. What are you hearing with all that? Uh, not much more than you have, Rick, but I think this is an ongoing thing, and uh, the NHL is going to, you know, has already made some moves here, and they will probably make some more. I don't know about the ties to the KHL going forward, at least in the short term here. Uh, but it seems like, you know, the NHL is going to do something as well, and they already have done a, a few things here, but it, it creates sort of an awkward thing for the uh, Russian players who are here, too, because they're. Uh, um, you know, well, they're they're you know out of what's whatever whatever's going on in Ukraine right now. But uh, uh, by by association, there they're still going to be considered sort of a part of it. Unfortunately for them, maybe so. It's a tough spot for them. A little tough spot for the NHL right now. But they're just going to have to work through it like the rest of the world. When you look at you know, we always take a look at who's hot, who's not type of stuff. The Lanch were um, they went they had a game against the Jets. Recently, they were down three nothing at the first intermission. Came back and won six three. Is it just the kind of thing where, I mean, do you do you put Colorado? Obviously, they're one of the top three teams, but it's almost scary if they wake up and feel like playing what they can do. Agree, Rick. And you know, we talk about this every week, and we look about you know the standings and 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 more so on in the. Uh, in the Eastern Conference this year, too. But there's just not a lot of room, generally, between these teams at the standings, especially at the top. And then you look at the West, and you see how Colorado is just galloping away. I mean, they are far clear of everybody in the West. And, I mean, St. Louis is second in the Central and is uh, 12 points behind them. I mean that that is uh, that's staggering, really, when you think how much of a gap there is between uh, Colorado and, and the rest. And you know, by just to draw an analogy there, you look at for the last the last spots in the playoff picture in the West. I mean, the only team that's not really the only two teams that aren't really in the mix are Arizona and Seattle. So everybody else is much closer than twelve points you know, to the last. You know, playoff spot in the West, and here's Colorado galloping. You know that much clear. So I think you're right. I think when they the mood strikes, I mean, this team is something special. And you know, I'd also point on the East; it's a real logjam. I mean, look at the top; you've got uh, five teams within uh, four points of one another for the best record in the East. Um, the only thing with Colorado is the the curse of the President's Trophy might be looming there. It looks like they're uh, odds on to win that thing. But uh, as we know, that always doesn't translate in the playoffs. Uh, no. As a Sharks fan, I can tell you that exactly. Um, <laughs> speaking out west uh, in Alberta with uh, Calgary, who I didn't think would be this good. And it's weird to think about Matthew Kachuk, because first of all, I want to say Keith, but he's going to be a restricted free agent after this season. I mean, the bag of money that he's every game is just getting bigger and bigger. What do you think about Calgary right now? I, I like him. And also, you know, they've got a couple of games in hand on those other teams chasing them in the West. Uh, so, I mean, that lead is actually a little bit larger effectively uh, in the West right now. Uh, but a couple of things, I, I think last year, 
uh, I mean, Kachuk uh, uh, having a big year. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau is having a big year. Um, and uh, last year, with with the reduced uh, games in the season, um, Daryl Sutter coming in, um, Jacob Markstrom did not have. I mean, he was a pretty important free agent signing prior to last year. I mean, the important one. And he did not have a good season last year. But, Rick, I think Calgary is a good example of why maybe we throw away last year uh, for many of these teams. There were just too many distractions. They didn't have any fans in the stands up there in Calgary. Markstrom had trouble adjusting to a new spot. That's all changed this year. Markstrom has been very good this year. Uh, he'll be in the Vesna con- uh, conversation. And you mentioned Kachuk. We mentioned Gaudreau. We mentioned uh, Daryl Sutter. Now seems to have the, the combinations. He's got the rotations and the lines set up properly. And they have played very well. They also they came out roaring after the All-Star break, too. So they're picking up some momentum. I didn't think they'd be this good. Um, but I, I think, you know, you're right. I mean, the Chuck has been great. The drill, I think Markstrom, though, being playing like he did at his best in Vancouver has been another big plus for the Flames. When I look at, and by the way, we're speaking to Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet, goldsheet.com. When I look at someone who's not going to get the Vezina, I mean, I look at at Florida, I think this past week kind of showed why they're looking mortal again. They lost three games in a row and that Achilles heels between the pipes. And Sergei Barbovsky, I don't know, maybe it's from the invasion. I don't know what's going on in his head, but it, it's amazing. I didn't even know there were 76 goalies, and he ranks 76 in saves above average. Um, is this something that could sink them in the playoffs, or is this just kind of a speed bump? Uh uh, it could be one or both. Um, I'm thinking it might be more the former. Um, he's got to play better. And this uh, and this was sort of a problem uh, with Florida last year, too, because they thought they had a chance, and Bobrovsky is, was inconsistent. Um, you're just, I, I don't think, because they've got a lot of money invested in. I mean, if they go out at the deadline here and look for some goalie help, I mean, uh, Fleury might be out there and some others. I he might be on the move, and there's some other spots. Maybe Washington would be a spot for Florida. I don't know that Florida would be if they do that. But I think that's some concern down there because uh, you look in the playoffs, and especially, I mean, they might run into Tampa Bay again. And, you know, Vasilevsky usually gives them an advantage and goal in the playoffs. And uh, you can just sort of see that being a hurdle again for Florida. And uh, if the Brovsky's not up to it, uh, that's going to sink him again. So I think you might be right. Last question for you, real quick. Uh, is are the? It's hard to say this, but do you think the Maple Leafs are really a one-man team? I mean, with Jack Campbell struggling and Austin Matthews is throwing up some ridiculous numbers, but it's almost like as he's plays, so goes Toronto. Uh, it does, uh, unless they're playing uh, the Red Wings, and then Mitch Marner becomes uh, kind of a star, like. <laughs> that 10-goal game that they had last week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you're right. And, uh, you know, Matthew seems to be just, you know, carrying these guys. And we've talked about them uh, before. Um, you know, they uh, it's going to come down to the playoffs. They, the, the offense is really picking up right now, though. I mean, they've scored. They just, after that 10-goal, I thought they might come a little flat after the 10-goal game. Uh, but they went into Washington and won. And, by the way, there's a team in some trouble right now, the Caps. Uh, but, you know, Matthews might be good enough. I, I, I'm, t- I'm warning everybody, just in case, this is the Washington Nationals from three years ago. You win, just win one playoff series, it may ignite everything in Toronto. And I would be watching that first playoff series, whoever they're going to get. You get over that hurdle, 
and uh, Toronto gets that monkey off its back, it could be really dangerous. And Matthews is a guy who could really carry them. So it all comes down to that first round of the playoffs, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that when we get into a later April. Right? If they get over that Tomas hurdle, yes. All right, what is going on with the gold <laughs> sheet and March Madness? It's March. Where'd the year go, Rick? Woo. Seems like they were just playing the Rose Bowl yesterday. Yeah. But uh, I know, here we go. And uh, March Madness is here. Exciting for you. St. Mary's looking pretty tough, man. I know, beating the and, Zags. Uh, huh? Yeah, I took down the Zags and Tommy Cousy. Quite good. Anyway, we write about all of it. We got some good games tonight, and every day we write them up college and pro and NBA in our gold sheet hoops. And we also up on our publication and up online, and we pick NHL and everything else. Goldsheet.com. My picks are there as well as at Vegas Insider and Dondesk.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall, goldsheet.com. Bruce, great stuff. Thanks for coming by, and have a good, uh, we'll see you next week. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, Rick. Very good. Good stuff. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, just to reiterate here before we go to the break, and we have open lines on the other side. Call me up. What do you got? 1-800-878-PLAY. When St. Mary's beat Gonzaga on Saturday night on ESPN, uh, you know, it, it was great. It warmed my heart, my cockles, wherever those are. It was a great feeling. That's about as good as it gets. But if I was watching it and I had never seen St. Mary's, I wouldn't want to go there. It looked creepy. It looked like kind of like a bad high school. <laughs> the players looked weird. The cheerleaders looked out of place. They showed everybody in the stands. It looked like some sort of, I don't know, like cult. It was sort of dark and claustrophobic and had the echo of, like I said, some kind of lousy gym. Other than that, I'm super proud. But it wasn't the kind of thing where I'm seeing somebody's watching, you know, in New York going, oh, I got to go to that school. I don't think so. I could be wrong. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities. 
like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. Let's say your business does $10,000 to $15,000 or more monthly revenue. There are times when you need more cash flow to run your business, right? Well, if you're a business owner in this situation, you need to call the Merchant Funding Line. We don't play by bank rules. We're a direct lender with the power to approve deals. We look at your business and we decide how much money to lend you. Good credit or bad credit, even if your business was affected by the recent pandemic. If your business is solid, we can lend you up to $500,000 in one day. That's a half a million dollars in one day. Use the money for anything you think is right to run your business. If you need money, call now to learn how easy it is to get up to $500,000 in as little as one day. 800-905-7186-800-905-7186-800-905-7186. That's 800-905-7186. I'm sorry, it's it's the pleats. It's It's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants, the... It's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Uh, speaking of majestic stallions, you never know who's going to uh, pop in here at 300 Broadway. A guy who knows these studios very well, veteran radio talk show host, Larry Kruger has stopped by on Twitch.tv. You can see him right there. What's up, Larry? What's up, Rick? How are you? Pretty good. I've known this guy 20 plus years and uh, you've uh, sports phone 68. I mean, you've been around here a long time. <laughs> It's been a while. Uh, sports overnight America. That's right. Coast to coast, border to border. You were with, what, Helton? Uh, what was his name? Uh, Todd Herson. Herson. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Helton. Those, those, and of course, Eric Rolfs. And... Going back to the regular guys. That's uh, right. Back in the day with Streak and Salsa and all those guys. Streak. And, man, that's an old style. Like a couple of old guys here. So, uh, Larry. Um, yeah, what's the topic today? Well, the, the topic uh, is uh, the fact that uh, we thought last night that uh, we were going to hear today that April was going to get punted and we wouldn't have baseball until May, but it's been extended till 5 p.m. Eastern, which makes me think that maybe they actually do want to get this thing solved. Your thoughts? Well, I think they clearly do at this point, right? I mean, they've accelerated everything. And, um, you know, when I heard, first heard that they were talking about 14 playoff teams, I looked that up last night, and I'm like, what would that have meant this last year? And that would have meant the Phillies 
that would have been the seventh and final National League playoff team. They were 82-80. and 80. Mm. So I don't love the idea of the 14 playoff teams, and I know they've agreed to that number going down. I'm not sure if it's last year was 10, maybe it'll be 12. I don't know what the expanded playoffs are going to look like, but um, I don't want to see 14. I don't think the players want to see 14. As far as, you know, uh, all the particulars on their deal and the luxury tax, I mean, um, you know, we, these are all, I mean, next segment are we going to talk about our health plan? And you know, <laughs> I've got great dental coverage. You know, it's like I, I think most people don't care. It's like mm-hmm. wake me when the games start. Um, but I'll tell you one thing that I would love to see, and I don't think we'll see it in this round of negotiations. I'd love to see some form of a salary floor um, so that the bottom feeders of the league, the teams that aren't going to win, are incentivized on some level or actually mandated by the rules of the game to bid on some free agents. Because right now what you have is you have some teams that are just not they're just in it to carve out a nice little um, you know, profit and lose comfortably. And that's not good for the league. No, and and for me, it's you know, it's humiliating to think that my favorite team, the A's, might be getting revenue sharing again when they're in the, one of the biggest markets in the country, and they like to pretend that they're in a small market, but they're not. So this whole thing about the lottery, which they seem to have agreed on, we don't know how many teams, whether it's three or all the non-playoff teams. Baseball first round picks, as we know, you're picking seventeen year olds mostly uh, or college juniors. They're not like NFL first round picks, where the lottery might incentivize you not to tank. But um, I don't think it would change Billy Bean's mind in any way if there was a lottery. What do you think about this lottery? I mean, I mean it's the biggest non-story, non-issue. I mean, tank for Tua was something in the NFL. You can type in tank for Tua and mm-hmm. find like 27 different t-shirts. Suck for luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no tank for Torkelson. I mean, there's just not. I mean, it's, it's just that's not a reality. So, yeah. the, I mean, I guess okay, great. You want to add a, uh, you know, a lottery? Maybe that would add a little more discussion around the game. Maybe it would add a little higher profile to the baseball draft. I mean, there's some things I could see would be a positive. But as far as that's not an issue. <laughs> you know, the real issue in the game is that there's three results: the home run, the walk, the strikeout, and not enough action. Mm-hmm. And the shift has killed the action. And it's you know, I don't. You know, the debate of do you want to keep the shift? Do you want to limit the shift? Do you what do you want to do to it? Because right now, it actually penalizes left-handed hitters over right-handed hitters. Um, so you know, what's the solution? Um, is there a solution? Should you just let it run its course organically? You know, baseball has some. Verducci, Tom Verducci made the point last week that maybe baseball's biggest issue has nothing to do with finances and everything to do with actually baseball, the game. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. By the way, Larry Kruger has uh, dropped by. When you think about the the shift, just personally, on the one hand, yeah, it looks weird. But on the other hand, I think what George Brett said, now this is George Brett, a guy who almost hit 400, but he said, if they had done the shift on me, I'd hit 600. And so I don't have a lot of sympathy who hit right into the shift. So I don't need it outlawed. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's so easy to say uh, for George Brett, who's a great average hitter, mm-hmm. you know, a guy who hit 388 or something like that. Wasn't right. that was high, high water mark, 390, something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. He would have probably hit 400 in this situation. But the game is now power. 
you know, and and powers being prioritized across the board. Launch angles. Yeah, I mean, well, if you go for if you go one for four with three strikeouts mm-hmm. and um, a home run, that's a good day at the yeah. office. We used to call that Rob Deere, and now it's Chris Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, personally, um, I'm you know, other sports find a way to change rules. I mean, the most popular sport in the country is the National Football League. They change the rules every year, mm-hmm. every year. So. Baseball needs to figure out how to get with the times and how to make it more relevant and more action-packed than and to, to market itself better f- towards the younger fan. I'm there. You're there. You know, the baseball fans who are, who are there, we're there, and we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But as far as competing for the casual fan, baseball's losing, and they can bury their head in the sand all they want and say they're not losing, but they are losing because I have kids who play baseball, and I can't get them necessarily to sit down and watch a nine-inning game. So that's a problem. So what's the solution? Is it banning the shift? I don't know, but I personally don't love the shift because I like doubles and I like triples and I like seeing athletes run. And the athletes in the game today have never been better. Let's see their athleticism shine. No doubt. You're talking about the competitive balance tax, the luxury tax. It's a soft salary cap. We know that. The owners would say Maybe 210, the penalties would start. Then the union was saying, no, maybe like 245. We're hearing rumors that maybe it's up to 230. Uh, and, and to me, that would be fair to find some sort of middle ground. But it's also, you know, something that, that Jeff Passon was pointing out yesterday is that in almost every other walk of life, the worker makes the product, we pay for the product. Well, the, the workers are the product. And with the revenues that had been going up, even in the pandemic, I mean, if you say, well, we would have made 10 bill, we only made three bill. You didn't lose seven bill. You just didn't gain the seven bill that you thought. So when they said we lost seven billion, they didn't lose it. They just didn't make it. So it's it's hard for me to see the people who are completely on the owner's side in this situation. What do you think? Well, yeah. I mean, anytime you're arguing between billionaires and millionaires, it's hard to side with billionaires. Mm-hmm. But anybody who, I mean, let's back away for just a second. Take the macro view of the whole thing. Anybody who personalizes somebody else's business debate has missed the boat completely what is it it's entertainment and we're, we're just i mean i know we all everybody wants to be interactive but we're observers all right you're you're not so to personalize this i will never come back to the game why because side a and side b got into an economic dispute mm-hmm. and you're going to now deny yourself the pleasure of a baseball game and a hot dog and a beer mm-hmm. with your kid because some Two guys couldn't debate over of of the hundred dollars they make, who deserves ninety and who deserves ten or whatever the split's going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I I've never quite understood why people personalize business debates. No, and I've always said oh, you only hurt yourself, and you don't you don't really love baseball if you can give it up that easy. And that you say, well, okay, well, I won't give you know Lou Wolf my two hundred dollars I was going to spend. He he won't miss you two hundred dollars, but then you miss something you love. So I completely agree. Now, what about this, Larry? The optics, as the kids would like to say, of arguing over millionaires arguing with billionaires during a tragic invasion in Europe, uh, the optics of them arguing over this money, do you think that kind of sped it up? Like, we look really bad arguing over this when the whole world is focused on the Ukraine. Do you think that any, or do you think that they don't think about that at all? That is a phenomenal question. It really is. And I would only be able to guess, right, because I don't mm-hmm. have any sources on any of this stuff. I, I would think that everybody is keenly aware of the climate. That, that's what I would call it, the climate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as they have n- absolutely no impact on one another 
act tangibly, but it's the climate. And you're talking mm, to the pe- headlines. It's the headlines, but it's also it's like you know the climate of the day. I mean, it's like you know there are bigger things. You you look really petty and really bad when you're one of very few thriving industries coming out of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Your industry's pie revenue pie is growing exponentially compared to most, and you can't get on the page and. Get on the same page, I should say, or or come to some kind of an agreement on how you're going to, you know, share your riches. So I think, yeah, I think it does have some impact as far as uh, it makes them want to sit down and and say, you know what, we, we, you know, we're fighting a losing PR battle, and there is a cost, a tangible cost of all this bad PR, and we're not 100% sure how to define it right now. So let's get on with our business as fast as possible and settle our deal and get down the road. I think that's, the, I think that's what they probably can agree upon. Mm-hmm. They should. Last question for you, Larry. As a lifelong National League guy, as I know you grew up a Giants fan, it looks like one of the first things that happened, one of the only things that they agreed upon was universal DH. And, of course, that wasn't much for the league to give up because only half their teams had to give it up. But what we basically have seen now with interleague play and the umpires going everywhere, this is basically the death of the differences between the National League and the American League. Your thoughts about, it looks like, the universal DH moving forward. Yeah, I mean, does it make it more interesting? No. I mean, the overall, I liked the... You know, how will the teams adapt to the different rules? Mm-hmm. I like the different styles of play. Heck, mm-hmm. I've interviewed Tony LaRussa, who was a Hall of Fame manager, one of the winningest managers of all time, and made, you know, basically didn't even come to the National League until he would, was already a uh, established Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer. Um, and he says he prefers the National League style. You know, in the American League style, you make up the lineup, and that's it. In the National League, there's double switches. There's there's a little bit more nuance to it. Um, uh, he likes the National League style. I like the National League style. But, you know, after watching the DH in the National League, um, if the DH in the National League, I'll tr- I would trade – uh, the tradition, the traditionalist thought that I have, uh, being anti-DH for more action. That's how much the game needs more action. And if more action can come about because you have nine hitters instead of eight, I can I, I can live with the DH. But I, I I don't like that brand of baseball as much. Um, but you know I do love seeing hitting, so I'm kind of torn. It's Larry Kruger, everybody. Good to see you, man. Thanks for hey, coming by. Good to see you, man. All right. Maybe we'll see some more of Larry as well. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Island. a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. 
Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Yeah, we're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Break Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. All right. Uh, thank you for that. A couple minutes left in the show. And uh, as we are waiting <clears throat> to uh, see what happens with Major League Baseball, Bryce Harper posted an Instagram story. Um, and it said uh, A. Actually, it says I, A-Y-E, which means yes. I think he means A. But anyway... 
I, Yomiuri, at Yomiuri.Giants, you up, got some time to kill, fire, fire, fire logo, and then it's him photoshopped in a Gray Road Tokyo uh, shirt, like looking like he just hit a home run. And he said he was joking about playing in Japan, but um, Jameson Taeon commented on these threats as well. And um, he tweeted out, players are used to their threats. Owners' actions have made it clear all along that they have a set number of games where they still make profits, get TV money. They don't want to play. It's sad that these are the guys who drive the direction and the future of our amazing sport. Yeah. And so the rhetoric was uh, ratcheting up. But uh, Joey Gallo, a uh, teammate of uh, Jameson Kayon, Tayon, um, put out a, uh, says, I'm new here at LinkedIn. And <laughs> Joey Gallo <laughs> posted his resume. It said, outfielder, New York Yankees. July 21 to present, Outfielders, Texas Rangers. June 2012, July 21st, Bishop Gorman High School. <laughs> I know he did that. Um, and um, uh, uh, Noah Syndergaard, who, by the way, is with Anaheim now, said, bet if you cut off their paychecks until baseballs resume, deal gets done tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so look, they're all chiming in. Hopefully this does get done tomorrow. And we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. I'm Rick Tittle. Have a great rest of your day. Go Tottenham at the Riverside Stadium. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.